We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Up next, the latest on the K-State Wildcats from the guys of Three Maw, John Kurtz, Derek Young, and Cole Manbeck, who will get you caught up on all things Wildcats from a collective perspective that can't be found anywhere else. The latest news, the top stories, and an insider perspective to keep you in the know. Three Maw is proudly presented by 360 Vodka. And now, let's begin the show. All right, welcome to another Three Mile Pod. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that we got a special guest with us that a lot of UK State fans would have seen playing for several years at Kansas State. Uh, former Kansas State point guard Clint Stewart has joined us. Clint's actually so gracious, he's jumped on. Uh, in between flights at an airport to talk about the big news of Tuesday with his player, David Castillo, committing to Kansas State, number 12 player in the country, according to ESPN, consensus number 27 player in the country, the fourth best ranked recruit in Kansas State history, according to the 24-7 composite. And Clint Stewart is the head coach of Bartlesville High, the home of David Castillo. So, Clint, thanks so much for jumping on with us, man. Appreciate the heck out of you. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm uh, so I'm ecstatic and uh, just happy for David and what's to come. So this is a take me through yesterday. What what was that moment like when you heard him announce for Kansas State and the emotions? I know that's a guy that you you've been around. You mentioned that you've been in Bartlesville since the age of two or three when David was two or three years old. So what what was that a moment like for you from an emotional standpoint? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of surreal. You know, and just knowing David, knowing he had. When he was young, we knew he was going to have an opportunity to play um, at the next level. Obviously, you know, it's, it's hard to, uh, you know, really come up with how good he's going to be. And, uh, you know, just kind of seeing him develop over the years and all the hard work that he's put in uh, to get to the opportunity to be able to choose a school and then obviously to choose Kansas State uh, University. Uh, it, was, it was surreal. I mean, I, when I hugged him, I, I had tears in my eyes just thinking, thinking about, you know, all the days he's been in the gym, uh, just working on his game on his own. Uh, you know, just everything he's put into it to, to get to that moment. I know it's one of his goals that he's had since he was a really, really young child. And, uh, you know, probably to be here, uh, going to be a wildcat is pretty special. When, when did you find out he was going to go to K-State? Did he talk to you over the last couple of weeks and tell you that was going to be the choice and you just had to keep it quiet? Or, or what was that timeline like? So, so interesting enough, I, I told him I didn't want to know. Uh, you know, and I, and I know he had some good schools in the running and, 
Uh, and I have a bit of rapport with, with all those coaches as well. Um, and, and so, you know, I wanted to help guide him as far as, uh, you know, pros and cons of what might be best, uh, you know, for him personally. Uh, but it was really, you know, through some of the conversations we had, I had a feeling it was, was K-State, you know, just through our conversations, but he never gave me the, this is what it's going to be. And so I found out uh, the day before, uh, uh, the day before he, he announced it to everybody, it, uh, like it's pretty special, the special move. When did you think K-State had a realistic shot to land, David? I mean, I know, uh, so Derek Young, who we do the podcast with, is the publisher and editor at On3, and he said that, you know, when Jerome Tang took over, you know, the staff was kind of playing catch-up. Obviously, new staff had to build that relationship quickly. When when did you think they really had a shot to, to get him? The first time they came to Barbellsville, uh, you know, and so we're sitting in our field house, and then they arrive at a little bit before 10 p.m., I believe, and uh, we're, we're just actually we're standing at our built house for about an hour and a half. It's me, David, his dad, his brother, his mom as well. Uh, and we're just talking to Coach Tang and his whole staff. And that was my first time, you know, meeting Tang and, and his staff. And obviously David's first time. But you could feel the energy, the genuineness. Um, and and what, what I saw, you know, when we got done and just talking to David about it, it was like, that was pretty cool. Like, that was amazing, right? Just not even knowing who Tane was, coming in and just feeling like, okay, this guy is real. Like, you know, it's going to be fun to play for. Um, and they told us back then, you know, Tane said, we're going to win this year. You know, and the C-Tane put that into fruition, uh, you know, with obviously Noel and Kelte Johnson the whole team. Um, I think it's really sold Dave. Man, he sold on what Tane believes in, uh, you know, and so – you know, I, I knew right then and there, you know, they had a chance. And then, you know, obviously uh, throughout this year that they've done a really good job recruiting him and showing him what he can be within their system. And, uh, and he sees a good fit. I mean, you were a point guard. Uh, kind of give us the, the scouting report for K-State fans that haven't seen David play. What type of player are they getting? What's his game like? Yeah, I mean, he can score the basketball from, you know, 6-1. Uh, he can really handle the basketball, get to his spots, can shoot it really well. Uh, but he's also really good at making his teammates better, you know, as a point guard. And um, I think, you know, I've always likened him to a kid that the better players that are around him, the better he becomes because, uh, one, he's able to play more in space and able to create a little bit easier. And then, like I said, he also can shoot it from outside or um, create his own own shot. So uh, it's a great basketball talent, a very smart kid, high IQ. Um, and, and, but most importantly, man, he's just – He's a great person, you know, and, and, and that's what I love about him. And I know that's what Tang, you know, recruiting him. He wants to recruit guys that are, are great people, you know, and, and so that, that's what K-State is getting. We're going to fall. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you bring that up, Clint, because I wanted to ask you about him as a person off the court. Because uh, I, I have some friends that lived in Martlesville for several years, so I've made some trips down to, to hang out with them. And the first text I got yesterday when David had committed was from a friend that, um, you know, worked at the school district at one point and knew David pretty well and just said, didn't say anything about his on the court abilities, just said he's just one amazing kid and comes from a terrific family. So maybe just expand upon the, the type of kid that, you know, you've not gotten to know through the years and coached. Yeah. I mean, he, he's so humble, you know, and that, that's what uh, has been amazing. We think about the things that he has accomplished as a two-time gold medalist. Uh, you know, now he's Bartlesville all-time leading scorer in three years. Um, you know, he's just, he's a humble kid. You know, and I remember when he was a freshman, transitioned from eighth grade and into his freshman year. And, uh, you know, I knew right then, if he was an eighth grader, he probably would have started for us as an eighth grader if we could have started him. 
Uh, but I know he was coming as a freshman, he's going to be our starting point guard. And, uh, you know, the conversation wasn't a, why well, I expect to be here. You know, this is, it was, are you, are you sure? Like, you want me to start and be the point guard of the ball in my hands? You know, it was like, yeah, you're, you know, you're that good. You know, but he's so humble, uh, individual. Um, he's a kid that, you know, you'll see, uh, will interact with the fans. Um, like I said, that's why they're going to fall in love with him. Um, he loves people. Um, and then, you know, he's going to try his hardest. He's going to give everything he has. Uh, but he puts in a lot of work, you know, he believes in himself, puts in a lot of work to get there. And I think uh, that's what makes this decision now for him, you know, as far as knowing he's going to go to K-State, he now can just focus in on uh, the things that he loves to do, which is staying in the gym and getting better and developing every single day. So, uh, man, I'm, so, I'm just so happy, so happy for it. Yeah. So, so going back to his recruitment, Clint, you know, I think most outsiders would say, uh, well, Clint Stewart, former K-State point guard, is his, his coach. Obviously, maybe that would have swayed or Clint would have, you know, encouraged to go to K-State. But I did hear David say that you, you didn't push him anyway, one way or the other, and didn't have anything to do with that. So I'm just curious, like, how those conversations were with him throughout the recruitment and how you supported him. Yeah, and I, and I told him from the very beginning, I said, you know, I'm here to support him. I've known, like, I've known him since he was two or three years old. Um, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that, this decision was his decision and, and, and obviously not, not mine. And uh, I told him multiple times, I've been through the process. Um, I made my decision. I loved my decision. I, you know, I had a great time at Kansas state, but um, you know, this is his life and his journey. And, you know, and I'm here to give some advice on the other side and then talk about, you know, the pros and cons and talk about, you know, what does he see, um, you know, how he can fit into each team system. Uh, but I wanted him to get the full experience and be able to make that decision um, because at the end of the day, he's the one that's going to live with it, right? Uh, you know, I'm going to be celebrating with him. I'm going to be right there watching him and, and, and guiding him and helping him. But um, it's his life, his journey, and uh, I'm here just for the ride. So very happy. What, what were some of the questions that he had for you about K-State, though? Obviously, you're somebody that can be a great informational resource from having played at K-State, spent four years there. What what were some of the questions or things that he wanted to know from you? Yeah, yeah. So the biggest thing is just, just the love he saw from the community, like, is that real? Like, was it like that when you're like, that, that is what it was. That's what it is. You know, K-State um, fans and community, you know, as we, we call it, you know, bleed purple, you know, and uh, we have a very strong fan base. Uh, but I think he got to experience that firsthand this year, just watching uh, the basketball team, also the football team, but then also the basketball team and, and things that they were able to accomplish. And, um, you know, the following of K-State, the student section, like, like, was it like that? He's like, yeah, that's how the student, you, you, you're winning and you're, we're good. Like, when they come out, even we're not, they come out, you know? And so it's like, this is what it is. It's a different feeling, I think, when he got there that, you know, than what he expected, you know? And so just trying to figure out that, 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 is that how it was you played, you know? And so, you know, that, that was pretty cool. You know, obviously the all the court stuff um, for him, it was more so along the lines of, uh, you know, being a point guard, you know, having the opportunity to have the ball in his hands, be able to make plays and just seeing uh, what Tang did with Marquise Noel this year. And then, you know, obviously Rodney Perry as a, as an assistant coach and what he's been able to do with Marquise and also Trey Young in the past. Um, so I think the on the court stuff, you know, that, that's what sold them there. Just knowing their background with point guards and then a lot of the off the court questions. Yeah. I think it was the Texas Tech game that David took his official visit to in Manhattan, and I, I was at that game, and uh, that was a game. I was worried about the crowd because it was snowing hard on our drive, and like, and, and then we get in the arena, and it's jam-packed, and there's really not an empty seat in there, and that really speaks volumes to where this K-State fan base can be when, you know, 
you're playing well. Uh, a very supportive fan base, as you know, Clint, uh, when, when things are obviously going well and they have a guy that they fully embrace in Jerome Tang. I, I, like Marquise Noel, like, again, you were a point guard. How blown away were you at what he did in the NCAA tournament? We were in Madison Square Garden for the, uh, the Michigan State game and then, unfortunately, the FAU game. But that performance was, was something else that he, he put together in the tournament, wasn't it? Oh, it really was. You know, and you just think about, you know, the work that he's put in to get to where he, where he is and, you know, obviously coming from Arkansas Little Rock and transferring over to Kansas State and then, you know, coming in with, with Coach Weber and then there's a change of coaches and whole teams of coaching staff. And then, you know, you look around and it's just him and Masood. Is, I'm sure he's kind of like, well, what, you know, what's going on, right? And then, then to be able to come out this year and, um, you know, Tang and his staff just put him in positions to, to excel and, and him go out there and perform really well, you know, all year. And then, of course, at the end, just the run that he got on, uh, be able to create off the bounce, uh, and, you know, and, I mean, some of his passes and assists were just, just crazy, you know. And, and, and uh, so it, it was it was a lot of fun, you know, watching him, and especially at his height, you know. I think that the biggest thing, you know, he talks about heart over height, man. And yeah, he definitely has the heart. That's why he's going to do great things. It was beyond, uh, you know, Kansas State. So just really excited for him, and, uh, you know, he's, he bleeds purple as well. Awesome. Hey, hey Clint, we're uh, we're going to toss to a quick break, and then when we come back, I want to ask you about Jerome Tang a little bit more and this coaching staff. So just hang right there. We're going to toss to break, and we come back, we'll talk Jerome Tang a little bit. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, Clint, we're back. So you you mentioned Jerome Tang coming down, the staff coming down to Bartlesville that very first time and the impression they, they left on David. What were your impressions of them initially? And as you've gotten to know them more through his recruitment and coming to games, I've seen you at a couple of the games this year. I'm sure you've had multiple conversations with the staff. What makes them so special? Uh, just real, man. They're, they're, they're real, um, you know, can connect with people, players. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing, you know, with him coming in, you know, in one year and what he's been able to do. 
you know, you think about having to restructure entire team and, you know, doing it kind of late in the transfer portal process, you know, when he got, when he got in and, you know, but I think that just speaks to, um, you know, his ability to put guys in the right spots, to get guys to believe in themselves. I and mean, he talks about, you know, giving them confidence on the court. You know, one of the best things I heard was he's hard on them in practice, you know, but then in the games, who wants them to play and go? It's like, we don't need to be hard on them in the game. You know, we need them playing freely, having a free mind and having fun. Um, and I think we saw that this year uh, with, with all the guys. And so, this is, it's just amazing to see what he's been able to do in year one. I know it's going to continue to, to do great things and then take the programs to new heights. And I'm actually wearing, so I, I got a, it's an active faith hat, but the faith is, you know, the crazy faith that, that he talks about. So I was like, well, I got to put that hat on today as I'm traveling. And uh, Alex is so happy for him and what he's been able to do for Kansas well, State. We'll have to make sure Coach Tang and the staff sees that hat. Glenn, you, <laughs> Glenn, you might you might need to send them a hat like that. They're, they're yeah, I, mean, I, think they'd, I think they'd love that. So... Yeah, yeah. No, you uh, you played obviously for some great coaches uh, and played for Frank Martin and Bob Huggins. And I'm not asking you to compare Tang to them necessarily, but if you take me back to like your high school recruiting days and when you were being recruited, how appealing would it have been if Jerome Tang came in your living room to, to want to play for a guy like that when he makes his pitch? I, I mean, as a, especially as a guard. Um... I mean, how can you say no? I mean, it's just, you know, and, and that's that's the filler I had when he, when he came up and, and saw David for the first time and we're standing in our field house. It's like, how can you say no? I mean, uh, you know, he's just, just so real, um, you know, and obviously he has a lot of experience. It's interesting because, you know, you think about it, first year as a head coach, but he has a lot of experience, you know, and, and obviously being with Scott Drew for 19, 20 years um, and kind of his head and lead recruiter, um, he knows what the kids, you know, like he, he knows how to relate to them and uh you know i think they, they love playing for him as, as we saw this year and so it's uh it'd be very hard to say no um and as you see the fun that the team has and, and at least spearheads that and um and good coast dream i mean it's just it's a fun atmosphere to be in and, and to be around yeah and you know you look at the uh the point guards that he was either the assistant coach for the head coach for this year obviously with noel but the last four guys dating back to 2019 point guards were all first team big 12 and all are all American honors. So, I mean, it, it's incredible. You know, and, and they've always, if you just look at Baylor, uh, you know, they've, they've always had athletic uh, big guys. You know, they really don't throw the ball in the post, but they've had guards. I mean, you've got what I played against them. They had like Aaron Bruce and Curtis Geralds and Henry Dugod and Tweedy Carter. Like, <laughs> he, they love small guards that can go create and go get it, you know, and so – uh, he, he has a good rapport with those guards, you know, to help them at excel, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, and I, you mentioned one guard. Curtis Gerald was a guy that was always such a pain, uh, you know, watching K-State games, going up against him. You and me were at college in, in Manhattan at the same time, Clint, and uh, and then I went on to cover the team. Yeah, they had some some great guards there in Baylor. Hey, uh, and, and you mentioned something that I thought was great. So Yurik Malingi came on our pod. Um, this off season or last off season, and, and he said one of the great things about Tang is he's demanding, but he's not demeaning. You know the way he goes about it is it really earns the respect of his kids. They love him. You know he loves them off the court. Uh, and you played for a guy like that, and Frank really. Uh, Frank obviously is a guy that you know loved you guys, but uh, could be kind of intimidating uh, to the outsider, uh, especially. So I, I thought that was really interesting, and I also think it's interesting when you watch K State games. You know, he's not constantly shouting out instructions during plays, but letting his guys play freely. I, th I think that's a great observation. 
So it really, it really is. And, and I think it's, you know, when you think about the landscape, uh, a lot has changed, you know, just college basketball, um, you know, and then for coaches nowadays, you know, so it's, it's a lot different, you know, than, than what it used to be in the past. And so I think Tang is, you know, part of that new wave or being able to still be hard on kids, but, um, you know, making sure that they know that, that he loves them. He's there for them, you know, on and off the forward, but you know, he's going to get the best out of them. I think that's, what's pretty cool to see. And then, and, and they love Noel talked about it this year. I want you just love playing for him because he could go be himself, you know, and, and, and that's what kids are looking for. So it's a really nice to have him, you know, leading the program. Yeah, and I think the transparency that he has with his players and the honesty, he had a great answer about Ish Masood entering the transfer portal this offseason that you may have seen, but spoke about how they just talked about what each other wanted and wanted to be upfront. Because in this day of the portal, you can't, you don't want to lie to kids. You want to be upfront and honest with them or you get a, an unhappy locker room. So I uh, I appreciate that, Clint. And, you know, hey, just a couple more questions because I know you're in an airport and you're going to board a flight here in a little bit. So we'll get you out of here soon. But a couple fun questions. Hey, what, what was your favorite memory or moment playing at K-State? Oh, man. Got to pick water, can I have a few? You can um, just name them <laughs> for me. That's fine. All right. So, uh, but definitely, definitely top two would, would be, you know, beating KU at home my senior year. Uh, you know, that, that was actually my last game that my mom was able to come to before she passed away. And so, uh, you know, it was January 30th, 2008. Uh, so that was a fun game. Have the opportunity to beat KU in Lawrence my sophomore year. Uh, but that's obviously that's the last time that we beat them in Lawrence. Uh, was definitely a memorable moment for me. And then at the end of the game, I was popping my jersey, and there's still like a meme with that or a, a gift with that. And so, uh, so that, that's pretty cool. And then uh, another one would be also Cousins Hall Wine. And so, uh, you know, yeah, I to heard the big court senior year. And uh, I, can't, I can't leave that one out. She might, she might have some words to her about that. I was going to have to remind you of that, Clint, if, uh, just to make sure I didn't get you in any trouble if, uh, if need be there. So was that, that was senior day, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was, that was an awesome, awesome moment for sure. Really enjoyed the heck out of that. Uh, you know, we went to the, uh, we went to the USC game too in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I went up to Omaha and, and watched you guys win that. And I'd never seen K-State win an NCAA tournament game. So that was a, a pretty special moment, uh, just as a K-State fan to, to take that in. So. Yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, who's the uh, who's the more intimidating coach, Hugs or uh, Frank? Oh man, I'm about to say Hugs, <laughs> but Hugs, you know, when Hugs came in, I mean, he made it known like he wasn't gonna take any BS, man. It was it was his way or the highway, and uh, you know. But it, once again, you know, that's what kind of got us turned turned around, and I learned so much just in that one year. Um, with him, you know, especially on the defensive end of the floor, I mean, it was challenging. You know, and I tell people this, you know, even for shoot around, you know, we we didn't just shoot around. Okay, go shoot around, walk through plays, walk through the, the opponent's scout. We practiced, you know, it was shoot around. It was it was practice, and we're like, man, I hope we don't get hurt while we're having shoot around, you know. And so he was just, he was a tense man, but he got the best out of us, which was a lot of fun. Did he that that Washburn game, the exhibition game? Did he uh, did he run you guys ragged right before that? Is that a rumor? My game went to double overtime. That's it. That's I'll tell you when you if you're not performing up to his standard, it doesn't matter if you have a game that day. It doesn't matter what's going on. He's going to make sure that he's going to get everything out of you. It might be to the detriment of the game, but he's going to get something out of you that that he feels good about. So yeah, uh, you know that's what we. 
how much how much pride do you take in the fact that Kansas State you, you were really part of the foundation of getting K State basketball going again, part of the first NCAA tournament win, getting them right on the right track again. How much pride do you take when you look at what K State's done in the last fifteen plus years? Three Elite Eights, couple Big Twelve championships. What does that mean to you? Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet, you know. And so when Frank Martin took over for Huggins, he had a quote, of course, uh, and I remember it. It was a picture of um, it was Jacob Fullen, Michael Beasley, me, and Bill Walker. And it was a picture, and under that picture, there was a quote that said, "The foundation has been laid." There's no doubt in my mind that we will succeed. Um, and, and I still have that. It was one of my first, like, go on my Instagram. Like When I first got Instagram, that's one of my first pictures on there was, was that picture. And, um, you know, I, I think that foundation was laid. Obviously, Huggins came in and uh, laid it down, and, and, and Frank took over, and we were able to get things rolling. And then just to see, you know, what Frank did in the time that he was there, and then obviously handing it over to Bruce, and Bruce, uh, you know, taking the team to Elite Eight, and now, you know, handed over to Tang and Tang taking the team to Elite Eight. And it's just it's pretty pretty amazing. You know, as a Kansas State alum, a Kansas State fan, and the following the basketball and, and then all athletics. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. And then, you know, you know, I have all my jerseys still. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really put them up. My wife every now and then will go put on a jersey during the game and, and cheer on the Cats. And so, I uh, mean, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a great feeling to, to know that I've been a part of tradition and uh, man, hope that things will keep rolling. What was it like playing with Mike and Bill? Talk about talent! Oh my goodness! But he, you know, you know, Mike. Mike had the uh, you know the SpongeBob square pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just he was just a funny individual. Right. And so, uh, but man, it, it was different. You know, when they came in, and all of a sudden, I realized I could throw the ball to the top, and it, it was a bad pass to the top of the backboard. This is our first kind of first practice with Bill Walker. It's an alley you, and there's no way anyone else could have caught it. When I threw it, I'm like, ooh, that's gonna be a turnover, and he jumps up, catches it, and just lays it in. I'm like. Oh, this is gonna be fun! <laughs> like this is this is a, I've never played with anyone like this before, and so uh, it was just a lot of fun. I mean, so much athleticism on the floor with those guys, and then obviously the way they compete, and you know, we had a lot of fun playing. Makes me think of uh, the Oklahoma State game this year, where I thought Marquise threw it out of bounds, and Keontae went up with one hand and flushed it, and I was just—I this blew my mind. I thought the ball was sailing out of bounds, and I had no idea. <laughs> like exactly, yeah, so, uh, that athleticism was amazing. I, I didn't have that kind of. <laughs> I can't. I'm six three and I can't even touch the rim, Clint. So like, I I'm not one to tie. Hey, uh, uh, did you think did you think Jacob Pullen would turn into the player that he did? Obviously, you were with him for one year. He had some moments, but did you think that he would become K State's all time leading scorer? I'll tell you what, that kid never lacked confidence. Uh, you know, he came in and believed that he was just as good as Michael Beasley, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I, I wasn't surprised at all. You know, we knew he was going to do great things. Um, and he obviously got a chance to get on the court early as a freshman. Uh, like the biggest thing I remember though, that I know is I was a senior. And so Frank would, uh, you know, we'd be in practice and Jacob would make a mistake and turn, turn the ball over and Frank would just rip him, you know. That's a freshman, right? So you yeah. rip him. I'd go down the court and do the exact same thing and the exact same turnover and Frank would be like, still, you know what to do. You know what to do. You're a senior. You know what to do. <laughs> so Jacob took all the brunt of everything I did, and I, I got off pretty easy on that, you know. But uh, you know, he turned in just to a, a tremendous flair. And uh, like I said, we knew he was going to be great, man, because we saw it his freshman year. Awesome. Well, hey, Clint, uh, I've had you on plenty long here. I apologize for keeping you on so long. But just want to say again, you're a great dude appreciate everything you've done for k-state appreciate the heck of you as a person and, and jumping on with us as well so 
thank you so much. And I'm sure we're going to see it in Manhattan a lot with uh, Bartlesville not being that far from Manhattan and David being here. It's going to be great to to see you at some of the games. I know you were this last year as well, but I'm sure we'll see more of you this uh, the next few years. For sure. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, All right. Thanks so much, Clint. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.